Praise the Lord for the economy of God. Amen. Amen. So, saints, you know, we're on chapter 22 of this book. There's only a few left. For Jesus. Amen. So if you look at the title of this chapter, uh, The Covering of God's Building. Amen. We better read these verses. Everyone, if get out your Old Testament or your iPad or whatever it is, and let's read these uh, Exodus 26. These are verses from Exodus 26, verse 1, 7, and 14. Now the tabernacle you shall make with ten curtains of fine wine linen, and blue and purple, and scarlet strands. You shall make them with cherubim, the work of skilled workmen. Amen. Then verse 7. And you shall make curtains of goat's hair for a tent over the tabernacle. Eleven curtains you shall make in awe. And then fourteen. And you shall make a covering for the tent of ram skins dyed red, and the covering of porpoise skins of it. So this sounds rather strange, doesn't it? Why are we talking about coverings of rams and porpoise and goat's hair? And it's the covering on God's building in the tabernacle, the Old Testament. The tabernacle. So I just want to spend a little time. Why are we talking about the tabernacle and all these funny things? Uh, maybe I'll just stand over here. Uh, when we're talking about the economy of God. I just want to remind us all that God's economy is a building. God intends to build something. Uh, and in Matthew 16, 18, he said, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Amen. God's intention, his economy, his way of carrying out his plan is to build. Amen. In the end of the Bible, there's a building. The New Jerusalem. If any, you want to see what a book's about, go to the end and find out. The end of the Bible is a building. God wants to build something. So that means every mentioning of a building work by God's people, even in the Old Testament, should be of significance because it signifies something of God's intention. So that is why we're going into some detail on the matter of one of these buildings, the tabernacle. You know, also there was another building in the uh, Old Testament. Uh, Noah built an ark. You need to look into that. That tells you something about God's intention. And uh, then later after the tabernacle, which was the portable house of God, there was a temple, a permanent place. You need to look into that. We need to pay attention to all the matters of building. In fact, we spent the first matter of building... Uh, just recently on this training was uh, Jacob setting up a stone for a pillar. Amen. A pillar is part of a building, right? We need to pay attention to building in the Bible. So that's why we're in this matter of building. Amen. Uh, Lord Jesus. Amen. So we're on the covering of God's building. So, you know, they, God gave very detailed instructions on the tabernacle. And last week we talked about the boards primarily, right? The upright boards, and today we're talking about the covering. And last week, we learned that what... Oh, Lord Jesus. Amen. Let's read uh, Roman numeral 1. Mm-hmm. The church is filled by Christ as 
as life. Amen. Built by Christ as life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so God gave this pattern for the tabernacle. But the building of the church cannot be by following a pattern. Uh, forming some organization and calling it a church. It can't be manufactured by man, the building of God. Even though it was in the Old Testament, the significance we learned last week was you have to add gold. Amen. And what is gold? Gold represents God's divine nature. Amen. Without the gold, there would have been no tabernacle. All the furniture was covered in gold. You went into the temple and you saw gold. We can't build anything just with our human effort. Lord Jesus. Amen. So Brother Lee was, was burdened, he said, to, uh, especially to the brothers who maybe want to go establish a church somewhere. He said, don't organize. You, know, you do this and you do that and then you, know, you arrange the chairs and you bring this and then we, we conduct our meeting in this way and that's the church. No. The church is Christ as life worked into us. Amen. So what do we need to do? Don't organize, just eat and drink Christ. Amen. I so enjoyed that in the table this morning. We get to eat and drink Him. Amen. This is what constitutes us into God's building. Amen. The, last week we saw that the, the wood represents humanity. But wood alone doesn't constitute the building. You have to overlay it with gold. Lord Jesus. Amen. So now to go on to the expression or the, the covering. The church is covered by Christ as the expression. So this the temple, or I'm sorry, the tabernacle, they put these four layers. We reread them, four different layers over the building. And so that's all you saw. If you came to look at the tabernacle, you would just see the covering. You wouldn't see the boards. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So the covering is the outward expression. Lord Jesus. Amen. And this covering typifies Christ mm-hmm. in different ways which we'll get into. But this means that the outward expression of the church, what people see, should just be Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. There was no nothing of man seen. There was just the covering. Even you didn't see the boards. You just saw the covering. And so he said, oh, this is sweet. Um, Only Christ must be uplifted. Because the boards held up the covering, right? This is our function in the church life, is to hold up, uplift, and exalt Christ. Amen. We're not holding up and uplifting any man, any gifted speaker. We... Our outward expression, the name we present to everyone, should just be Christ. And Christ must be expressed. Lord Jesus. Okay, so let's get into these four layers of covering. So we read about this, the first layer. So it went from inside out when it was speaking of the layers. Mm -hmm. So it said, make this layer and then put this one on top of it and so on. So the first layer is this fine linen. And it was embroidered with cherubim Mm -hmm. and blue and purple and scarlet threads. Amen. 
blue and purple and scarlet, there's significance in all of the numbers and the colors. We don't have the time to get into it all here, saints. But just in summary, the fine twine linen signifies Christ in his fine yet strong humanity. Amen. So, inside the tabernacle, over, over you, you saw Christ in his fine humanity, in his strong humanity. Twine means it was twisted to made stronger. Twisting isn't necessarily a nice thing, but saints, are a bit of suffering makes us stronger. And Christ surely suffered for us, right? Amen. But inside this linen was embroidered something with beautiful colored threads. And these were cherubim, which in the Bible signified God's glory. Amen. So here you have fine humanity, but God's glory is worked and intertwined with it. Christ is the perfect man and the complete God. And his expression was just of God's glory. Praise the Lord for such a Christ. Amen. Uh, now, in the dimensions of this fine linen, it was made to hang over the sides, as we said, so that you couldn't see the boards on the outside, except the linen stopped short one cubit, so it didn't touch the ground. I'll get into why that's significant. Okay, the second layer was of goat's hair, and in Matthew 25, you may know the story where the Lord, in his coming judgment seat, he will judge between what was called the goats and the sheep. And the sheep were the, those who helped, who listened to the eternal gospel, helped God's people. So they were the, 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 the saved ones. And the goats were the ones who didn't obey the gospel. So the goats represent sinful man. And even more, goat's hair represent, represents all of the sins of man. So, this layer is made and signifies sin. But if you're saying, well, how could Christ be sin? Well, Christ was made sin, sin for us. Amen. Wasn't he? Yes. On the cross, Christ was made sin for us. Amen. And then, God judged that sin. And that's the next layer. The third layer of ram skins dyed red. Red, obviously the color of blood, signifying the shedding of blood. And to get the skins, you had to kill the rams. And we know Christ is the Lamb of God. And, and he gave a nice uh, short sentence that summarizes these three layers, signifying Christ. He was the sinless one, that's layer one, who was made sin for us, that's layer two, to bear our sins. That's layer three. To bear our sins, died for us, and shed his blood. Amen. This is the Christ we have covering us, covering Amen. the church. Even the Christ we uplift. This should be the Christ we exalt. Okay, then there's a fourth layer. And this is the last one. It's the outer covering. And it was a porpoise skins. I don't know how they slayed porpoises. You know, it must have been a tough job. Anyhow, they had to go... Get porpoises, and why were they, you know, porpoise skins, they're kind of sleek, but I'm sure when they're dried, they're not so beautiful. They're these gray, rough things. Uh, and then they had to sew them together. And the reason for these skins was 
to protect the tabernacle from the elements. You know, if it rains, you have porpoise skins that shed the water. Uh, and that was the outer covering. So you didn't see the fine linen from outside. What did you see? Just this gray, mottled, ugly kind of covering. You know, recently, I forget where it was, but we were talking about how Christ had no outward beauty. Right. Right? Outwardly, you look at Christ, and it said people would turn their heads. Because he was marred physically. But inwardly, he is beautiful. This should be the expression of the church. Uh, Outwardly, nothing big, nothing great. That's why... in, in the Lord's recovery, we don't build beautiful temples and skyscrapers to exalt anything other than Christ. Outwardly, we're not trying to attract man. But if you come inside, behold the glorious Christ. Amen. Even the principle in the church life today should be hide yourself and exalt Christ. Amen. So don't make a name for yourself. Just, right. even Brother Lee said, I don't like them to put my name or my picture mm-hmm. anywhere. Because Christ must be exalted. Amen. Amen. And with this covering of the strong, weather-resistant Christ, nothing can damage or overcome the real building of the church, covered with such a Christ. Amen. You know, the gates of Hades shall not prevail against the builded church. We need this kind of covering on us, saints. And this needs to be our testimony, the one whom we exalt. And maybe, uh, Lord Jesus, maybe we feel like we're holding up something else sometimes. Maybe we hold up a certain doctrine or teaching and say, this is what we exalt. No, we should exalt just Christ. Amen. Let us exhibit Christ. Amen. 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 Good.